There's, there's no question that excitement is part of our life. But, but we want to try to open up and try to see what excitement actually is. Uh, so there's a couple of questions about this. Is excitement related to joy, to stability, to peace? Uh, how does energy move within excitement? Can there be different types of excitement? Can there be a harmful type, a beneficial type? Uh, is excitement very much based on just circumstance you know so there's a lot involved in it and again it's a word you know so the word excitement it has different meanings for for different people in the dialogue we want to try to examine what that is exactly um, it's possible to be excited about so many things you know it's, it's there's motivation uh, sometimes we get excited when we buy a new car or a new house something new that comes to us and so we get excited about that. Um, but one of my observations in this process is that the excitement is not sustained. Excitement is like, again, like a wave, just like any other emotion. It comes, it has some peak, there's a lot of energy there, there's an experience there, and then it begins to diminish. You know, uh, And then maybe the opposite, if you want to look at the opposite of excitement, might be the word dullness. I just feel dull, listless, not feel like doing anything so that may be the the bottom side of, of that same emotion that emotional circle there so the energy flow is of course always going on but the fact of the matter is that we experience this you know we experience excitement we experienced uh, I'm sorry we experience a lot of energy in that a lot of sometimes we're motivated there's something new is coming up getting a new job or some some new new perspective now, on the more harmful side, there's also something called pre-contemplation and contemplation with regards to addictions and people who relapse back into old addictive patterns. They get really, really worked up, you know, by going back into that old pattern or like in gambling, which I had some experiences with in my life in the, in the past. You can get really, really excited by it and it's action and it's really a lot of energy there. All of that kind of stuff is part of the word excitement uh, and we want to we want to examine this because is there a, is there a harmful aspect is there a beneficial aspect is it is it something that that perhaps can come and go come and go without any harm so there's a lot of different ways of examining this uh, just open it up now for anybody to start what is your reflection because we are sharing together you know, this is not a presentation from me to you. This is a an opportunity to examine what is this phenomena that we call getting excited. And of course, you know, I, I, there's also uh, the arousal system. You get aroused within. You know, sometimes you get even like anger. It's a very strong emotion or sexuality, very strong arousal process. There's, that's another way to think of excitement. Or someone is driving a car really, really fast and is really pumped up, you know. So that's, those are all different forms of this that is in our life. It's in our purview. I, I think, let me just put this caveat in your mind also that we, who we are, the study of the self, the study of the mind, is so necessary because all of this is part of our purview. It's in our experience. It's not just in the books or in psychology books or neurology books and all that. It's, it's our experience. This is part of our life. So 
our question for dialogue is it could be posed this way what is excitement and what are the different connectors to that alexander would you like to start well excitement is waiting for something good something we know it will be positive meeting after a time being apart with the person we know for years and was away or we were away so this is excitement i'm going to see him or her mm. it's something that we already uh, think that is going to be good something good it's it's okay i'm so excited because the my exams were fine my book was approved and so so this is all positive okay so this is uh, all right so that's a great beginning excitement is something that we perceive to be very good yeah it, it is something that we're looking forward to it's an experience so let me follow up with you on this uh, alexandra is excitement a, an experience that is sought after but what is the experience of excitement if i was to ask you that how would you characterize that it is not maybe really experience it's our hope our trust uh, it all has to be wonderful because it's we we don't doubt it we somehow excitement is that we give 100 percent feelings that is going to be good all right, so excitement is the it's like a projection. So 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 excitement is not so much an experience; it's like a hope. It's the feeling that something good will happen, something that we want to see happen, that we will enjoy, that that we will like. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Okay. So so when we are in that state of mind, that we are looking forward to something interesting, enjoyable. That state of mind you're calling excitement that state of mind is still an experience though isn't it yes it is an experience it is an experience so it, in in that experience now if you could take it a bit further what is the source of that experience is it just expectation as you were saying it is a good experience when we were young, for example, and we knew that we are going. We were having the birthday party or something, so we were so excited because always was our parents did everything they could. So, ex being what is excitement is always something that we remember that was fantastic, is positive. Mm -hmm. Right. Not, right. not that we don't know what's going to happen, but we are excited because something that we hundred percent believe that is going to be happen good already happened and is coming okay all right very interesting it's a great start uh, miss irene would you like to go next good evening to you good to see you again that's right. okay all right that's fine all right. good to see you uh, good to see you thank you for logging in miss nida would you like to say something sure um, well for me excitement is a feeling of uh, like your ex, it's a feeling of eagerness, and um, you're very enthusiastic about something that will happen. Expectation, high expectations, good ones, and at the same time, you mentioned earlier. I didn't think about this, that it could be also bad, right. like excitement in driving like going 120 
Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so it, and it's not permanent. Exactly. It's a fleeting feeling oh. or phenomenon. Right. Okay. So right. So now, this is uh, this is very 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 good. So it's not permanent. It's a fleeting phenomena. There could be some negative aspects of it. Uh, something something that you're looking forward to. It's very similar to what Miss uh, Alexandra is saying. So so all right. So then, what do we do with this? Uh, this this experience is there. Is that experience something that we can recognize as only temporary? That it doesn't last. It, I mean, it lasts for some period of time. That's all. It doesn't last continuously. It, it, you know, it, it, for for many reasons probably, but it doesn't last continuously. It's there for a certain period of time. Is that experience a glimpse of something much more permanent? What do you think about that question, Padma? Do you want to say anything? I don't know. Oh, hi, everyone. Good evening. I agree yes. with. Yes. Good, Go ahead. good evening. I agree with uh, the earlier who said it is expression of feeling only. Um, I don't know much about the excitement, but I notice the people who ever have excitement, they depressed that much fast for the sad or the bad moment or the bad things happen. I noticed the people who ever has balance of the, whether it is happy or the sad or anything, I noticed they won't show that much excitement. Uh, usually people say you need that balance. We all have to develop that balance. That's what, that's all I know. All right, so, so this is very interesting also. So, so Padma is stating that yes, there are these states of excitement but in her experience, she has seen people who get very excited and maybe the stronger that excitement, they, the more that they'll fall also into, in, into like sadness or, or, or like a down state, like a up state and a down state. I think she's saying something like that. Uh, uh, let, me, let me make it clear. The people who usually excitement, the happy news makes you excited. Right. Some people, some people, they don't excite that much, but the people who ever excite too much for even the small thing also, I notice that kind of personality or that kind of people, they don't have any control on their emotions. The ex the people towards the excitement people easily they fall for the. Uh, anything happens sad, they depress that much only. However, that much peak high they go for excitement, that much low they go for the dip, uh, sad or the bad events happen in the life. That's what I would like to say. Okay, yes, yes. Okay, very good. Uh, other, okay, so uh, uh, thank you very much for those comments. Would anybody like to say uh, anything to this, uh, to what Padma is saying about the more that one goes up like this in excitement, the one goes down also or can potentially go down as opposed to staying more balanced. Would I mean, excitement is short. It's like a, you got the letter, approval. So I'm so excited because I, I was unwanted. Oh, 
but this is not the long feelings. It's just good, almost moment that that is a good news or some someone called you. Oh, I'm so excited because he's coming. Or, or my son was, uh, you know, he. But not as a long feelings. It's just just after talking or, or something that came in the mail, but not. I'm, I can be positive, but excited is just short. Not that I'm walking excited. Not, not. I don't think about excitement as feelings towards the other person. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, okay. All right. So, is is excitement something that is like a glimpse of something much greater? that maybe we can call joy or more more lasting state of being i don't know what anybody thinks about that i mean why does even ex excitement exist because when when a person is in that state there's a sense of being free there's a sense of enjoyment or there's a certain experience there that that they're wanting to gain a certain experience uh, and then if they gain that experience, they're in the experience and that's, and then that experience goes away. So excitement is like that in almost in any situation. If someone is going to take a helicopter tour, let's say over Niagara Falls, which I have done in the past many years ago, you can get really excited about something like that. Wow, I want to see Niagara Falls from the helicopter, sit in a helicopter, it's going to be fun. And, and, and then when you go in there, you have the actual experience of it. And then, and then while you're in the experience, that's enjoyable. It's a, it can be even exciting. Maybe it can be, you're in it actually. And then it stops. And then, and then you have a memory of it. So excitement is, it sounds like what people are saying is that it's anticipation. And then that leads to experience. Assuming you get the experience that you're looking for. And once you get the experience you're looking for, then what? I mean, first of all, that experience you're looking for has its own reality it's just it's an experience whatever it is and then it's over so that's temporary also and then that excitement and experience and everything goes away and then that becomes a memory that becomes a memory and then once it becomes a memory then as time goes on we may want to repeat that memory repeat that experience isn't that so what do you say well, Oh, I was so excited, but you know, actually, it is not so great news. So exciting is like a stage waiting for something. Yes. It doesn't have to be. It's just as and it's short. You can't be excited twenty-four hours. No, 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 right. You just call, and then you said, "Well, I was so happy and excited," but and then it's right. So this is just the feeling, short feeling. Right. So, so there's a possibility you may anticipate something happening. It may, it may not happen. Then the excitement, everything goes away. Immediately it goes away. And in fact, the excitement goes away, but then you might even feel frustrated. You might even feel like, you know, disappointed. Yeah. So the disappointment is only one step away if what you're wanting doesn't happen. Yeah. Isn't that so? Short feelings. Short feeling. So when disappointment occurs in life, which it may, um, how does one handle that? Because from what everyone is saying said so far, excitement has its root in wanting an experience, is desire. That's where excitement comes from. It says, I want this experience. And if I feel like I'm going to get it, 
or I'm close to getting it or it might happen, it, it's, it, it, the excitement really increases, increases quite a bit because it's looking for a certain culmination of an experience or the beginning of an experience and then, and then the culmination of it. And then in the culmination of it, one is just in it. Like if I'm taking a helicopter over Niagara Falls or over Hawaii or over Kauai or some whatever, wow, you know, I'm just in it for like half an hour. So, so I may be excited, I may be, but I, I, it could be exciting also, but it's also enjoyable. I'm in, in the experience itself. And, and if that doesn't happen, because that's the experience I want, if it doesn't happen, then I'm going to feel frustrated. I'm going to feel disappointed. I'm going to, or I may try to find a way to fulfill that by trying something else. I hope, I, I hope, I, I don't know what others are saying about this. So in my mind, excitement has its origin in desire. And if, if desire is not fulfilled, I'm sorry, if, if, if desire, it begins to, it feels like it's going to get fulfilled, the excitement increases. And the more certainty of the desire being fulfilled, the higher the excitement level. And the less certainty of the desire being fulfilled, the lower the excitement level, or even disappointment. Disappointment is a reflection on the other side of excitement. This is in my mind at least. Because disappointment is there when you are when you are not in that complete balanced state, as Padma was saying. And disappointment will happen because not every desire is fulfilled. But the excitement really kicks in, it kicks in when it looks like what we're wanting to see happen is, is, is probably going to happen. So, it's longer and it's more logical. Excitement is like a short feeling, you know, like kids can be excited. Yes, um, yes, yes. Yes. Something, something more mature. More mature. Hope is, this, this is a very nice distinction. Hope is something much more mature, more long-term. Excitement can be very short-term, very short-term. You know, a, a, yeah. You don't have to work for, for the results because, oh my gosh, it's really, it's ex I'm so excited because something happened without work and waiting or something. So hope is much more, much more positive. Yes, yes. That is, uh, so this is a great distinction between hope and excitement. That hope is much more long-term. It, it is, it's more planned, perhaps. There is more predictability, perhaps. Um, but excitement is more instantaneous. It's, it's more, it's more uh, uh, available in the short term. That's what it seems like, at least. The younger we are, they are more excited. But elderly, <laughs> <laughs> elderly people, they, they say, don't be so excited. Just wait. <laughs> yes. Yes. So then that's, that also connects with them something like patience. You know, the quality of patience is a good quality to have, but younger people don't have that much patience. They're, they have a lot of energy and going in a lot of different ways. And as people get older, they, they tend to maybe have more patience, not always. You know, so, so patience and excitement are also connected that way. And the reason we're even talking about any of this is because this is a part of our purview, but it's the broader question of self-mastery. You know, to master oneself. Now, that's, this is the, my follow-up question now. What does it mean to master the emotion 
that is generating excitement. Is it what Padma was saying, that it just be in a state of balance and that's it? But if is that mastery, that you're just balanced all the time? But does that also mean that you're not experiencing anything? Or does it mean, no, you are experiencing a wide range of emotions, but you're still balanced? Or is, is that true or is that not true? You see, so, so, so the question is, what is mastery of the emotion? Is that even possible to master that emotion of excitement and, and despair? And, you know, the, the back and forth that might go on with it. Is self-mastery the same thing as in, in inner stability? There can be enjoyment or joy or there's some excitement, but it doesn't overwhelm the person. Is that what we're talking about? What are your thoughts? Anybody? I hope you, I hope you see the question. I hope that's clear. If not, well, I'll... Go ahead, Nita, go ahead. Um, with the uh, hope was mentioned, and I think hope is long-term effect of um, the mastery of emotion. It's part of it. And uh, I think I would like to be on an even keel at all times because there is peace and joy yeah. that comes with that. Okay. So being even keel is where peace and joy exist. So does that mean one should not have excitement? N Nita, what do you say? I don't know because I, I get excited still. It's tricky. Yeah. Oh. Sure, sure. But okay, so if it just picture a person who is really even keel. If a person is truly just even keel, very, very balanced. Is is that that is that balance the doorway into joy? I think this I think you're are you saying that? Is that what you're saying, Nita? Yes, that's the part of being joyful as always. Okay, that's part of being joyful. All right. Okay, so so then so then are we saying then that excitement can be there, but it doesn't it doesn't pull one away from joy? Does excitement yes. pull an individual away from even keeled, balanced joy? I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. Take take an individual who is pretty well balanced in their life and all of that kind of thing. Everything is good. <laughs> but let's use a slot machine example, which we probably are, all are familiar with. Someone takes $25 to play for slots, for fun. They go in there and let's say, let's say they're playing for like 10, 15 minutes and they lose the $25. They don't like it, but it doesn't throw them off too much. But if a person takes that $25 and wins $10,000, at a slot machine, does that damage joy? Is that euphoria of winning the money, as an example, or any such euphoria, any, any, it doesn't have to be with the gambling thing, it could be anything that creates that peak experience 
is that actually contrary to joy? The same thing could be true with food. It could be true with even um, purchasing some clothing item, the expensive one or a diamond or so many things. So the relationship between excitement in any aspect of life and joy or balance is what I'm asking about. Is excitement actually a pulling away from joy? Do you see this, this question? It's a very interesting question. Joy is more... I, I, I prefer joy because excitement takes so much feelings and then you just go down and you are almost depressed. It's like a, too much. Right, so, so, so excitement takes a lot of energy, there's a lot of feeling there. It, it's a certain high, it's like a high of some kind. It's a high emotion. And then once you, once you go down, do you go back down to joy or do you go down lower than joy? It depends on the results. Why you were so excited? <laughs> it depends on the result, right? If you win some award, yes, I can, I can win joy. But if it's okay, I was hoping, I was so excited, but it didn't happen. So, okay, so now there's three things here. There's the possibility of joy in an even keeled state, as some of you have stated. Then there is excitement that can can be there and it doesn't really damage the joy it can just you can just dip right back into joy again or there can be excitement that kind of builds up you don't get what you want so then then it goes below joy now joy is not there now you wind up getting frustrated disappointed whatever so then, so then the so then the joy is not it's kind of out of the it's out of the mind it's it's not it's not experienced anymore. Is that what we're saying? Is that what well, Alexander? Is, is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Right. Okay. You can't be excited twenty four hours. No, no, no. Of course not. Of course not. And and people who try that that's called manic episode in psych psychology, no, mania. No, it's much nicer because joy this is like your feelings. You can go, you can forget, but this is, you got the good news, so you have a hope, then you, so, you are enjoying. So, so, so maybe what you're saying, if I, let's see if I can put it in a different way. I'm just, I'm listening to you carefully and I'm trying to process what you're saying also. That there can be this balance and joy and, with, and remaining in that, one can experience excitement. But that excitement is not the kind of excitement that pulls one away from balance and joy. Is that, Alexander, you're saying that? Okay, all right. Okay, this, this is good. There can be excitement that doesn't pull you away from balance and joy. So, and, and if that excitement is, of course, based on certain things that you want to see happen, if it doesn't happen the way you want, your joy and your balance and your stability is still the same. Even if it doesn't happen, you might be feeling that except, oh, this might happen, but if it doesn't happen, okay, all right, I'm, I'm okay. Yes. That, 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 that state of being, is that right, Alexander? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay, all right. Very, so, so very interesting. So maybe that, is, that state you're describing that we're talking about is the beginning of a state of self-mastery. True self-mastery 
would encompass such a state of living. That's what it seems to me. I don't know what others want to say about this. Please go ahead. Anybody can talk. You know, so self-mastery. Okay, so let me just give you some of my reflections on this and you can just jump in anytime you want. Self-mastery, again, the word self, that word self has within it the whole realm of emotions. And the balancing of emotion is a prerequisite to masterfully navigating through the emotions. But even more than that, to masterfully activate and deactivate emotion. What do you say about that point? Can we masterfully activate and deactivate? I don't know if you've, anybody's ever heard that before or not. I usually don't use that language, but I'll use it here. Most people think that the emotion is out of their purview, and that very well may be the case. But is it possible, is there even the possibility that emotion can be masterfully activated and deactivated or, or changed or manipulated or turned or, or put in a direction masterfully, like driving a car? Yes. Uh, okay, Padma, please go ahead. Look, can you, uh, I'd love to hear from you. Please go ahead. Uh, for example, we are talking about emotions right now. Yes. Mastering our emotions and controlling our emotions. Yes. For example, if mother is controlling a child, she has to show some anger that is emotion to control their behavior or not to do the uh, to certain keep the diversion of the kids activity from something danger is going to happen mother has to be show some anger or something that is the controlled thing she knows how much each person each parenting is different it's a controlled thing maybe for outsiders it may look different but that parent to that child it's a controlled activity that one that means controlling her emotions and she is using how much she needs to express her anger to the kid. Maybe if she has more than one or three or two kids, for each kid, the expression is different. It depends on the kid's mindset also. Okay. That, yeah, that is, yeah, you can control your uh, emotions, your actions, that is, it, it comes with the self-mastery. That is self-mastery, I assume. That is also self-mastery. Okay, yes. All right. So, 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 so control of emotion, use of emotion in different ways, even though difficulties happen. Now, look, we talked about, you know, we talked about excitement, but there's the other side of that. The other, the downside is disappointment. So disappointment in the mild level and then, and even much worse things be, I mean, you know, much more emotional um, turmoil beyond that something that's very painful. So now that's the other side of this. Excitement is one peak and despair, disappointment, emotional pain, all of that is the other side. It's like a two, you know, it's, it's the up and the down, it's the high and the low, it's the excitement versus despair. Now, I, I won't go into all the technical language like locus of control and all that, but some other time maybe we can talk about those things. But there is this and, uh, uh, go ahead padma go ahead and uh, sorry to interrupt you and this uh, uh, excitement thing earlier we are talking about 
with the age the ex excitement we don't express that much but no that is not true maybe with the age we may develop some maturity but some people is not depends on their age their personality they uh, they show more excitement than the even the younger people also it's it's depends on the personality only uh excitement uh, yeah it depends on the people maturity only not with the age or the, it's not related to not, not not everybody who is aged they don't have excitement or not like that we can say with mm. with age definitely with the uh, past activities and the uh, experiences definitely we develop some maturity especially excitement is ex expression of the feeling some people can express it some people cannot express it it depends on their personality only okay so so uh, that's uh, um, i think that's clear about padma is saying alexander you want to say something or anybody else on this so what padma is saying is that is that the based on one's personality other factors like that excitement may come also during later age of, of different kinds so, but it, it's individualized perhaps i mean my as i was listening to her my take on that is it's individualized based on life circumstances and many other factors you know so um so that's that's certainly there but we want to see is there way is is self mastery true self mastery is that where emotions remain very very uh on a balanced sta stage they're, they're they're within a certain tight range they don't really fluctuate too much that's what it sounds like i mean be, and and if that's the case does that mean that one then is denying excitement higher excitement i i hope Sorry, you say that again. so what i'm saying there is that if emotions stay within a tight range because you know when we say emotions are balanced that means that they're not fluctuating up and down too much that's what that would mean if they're fluctuating up and down up and down up and down that's not a balanced state of emotion it's an emotional flux now emotions are always in some flux but they're within a certain range and if emotions stay within a certain range then they are more balanced unless they are going up and down beyond that range right does that make sense do you see what i'm saying there right okay so then so then are we saying it, it, just imagine for, for for the purpose of our exploration someone who is staying very even keel just within a certain range maybe like a monk or somebody you know somebody who's just like a spiritual person who was just retreated into a monastery they try to remain within a very narrow range of emotion where the emotions do not fluctuate a whole they're very balanced very integrated maybe they experience peace or love or all that kind of thing but does that mean that they are denying excitement does that mean that excitement is to be avoided just stay in this e even range that's it like if the speed limit is 55 
a person will just stick to 55. At the most, they'll go 58 or 60. But they'll never cross 60, no matter what happens. They'll, they'll never have the experience of driving 70 miles per hour. What do you think about this? For example, take food. If I say that I want to stay, I want to keep my emotions very balanced with food. Okay, fine. But does that mean that I that I just, you know, cannot ever have a really stimulating food experience? Maybe a nice strawberry shortcake or a chocolate cake or something that I really want that'll give me that peak, but I'm just staying away from that. Because I don't want to lose my balance. So is is a balanced state a denial of excitement? Uh, can I say? Please, go ahead. Uh, 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 by God's grace, I got an experience to spend some time with uh, spiritual people. Yes. They, are, they also do get excitement. They don't deny it. But for them, it comes and goes. They don't go with too much excitement. It's a very balanced excitement. You will notice it. By looking at them only, we will know how to balance the emotions. They accept everything and, and goes on like that. They don't show, they don't uh, spend too much talk on the excitement and they don't uh, show anything. They, they just keep one smile or happiness or one word or like that. Okay. And then it goes on. They don't stay with that one. It's come and go kind. They don't deny it also. That's what my experience with the spiritual people. Aha, very interesting. Very interesting answer or very interesting comment. Very powerful also. She's saying, but I'm saying that there is people who are very evolved spiritual that she's been with, let's say. She's seen this, that they do experience excitement, but it, it's a balanced ex excitement. See, this is the language she used. Very interesting. I mean, as I hear that, that's, that's indicative of much more self-mastery. That there's mastery to keep that emotion within a certain range, even though there's excitement, but not to get so overwhelmed that it just we start chasing after the excitement. I, I think that's the distinction in my mind. Yes, there can be excitement, but if I'm chasing after it, now that's a whole different ballgame. Then, then I'm really moving away from that balanced state. I don't know what you, th what anybody thinks about this. Uh, uh, spiritual people, they don't expect anything. They accept whatever comes. That is the main difference. Okay, so we, no we normal people, we expect and we hope for something. Yes, yes, right. So, well, well balanced people like uh, spiritual leaders, yes. uh, they, they don't hope like us for the, uh, they hope for the natural causes only, not for the, like simple every day, I need today my favorite food for breakfast, like that. They don't, 
the pope i guess that's mm-hmm. what i noticed also mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. accept whatever it comes they don't expect okay all right so <coughs> what she's saying there is that very evolved spiritual people accept whatever comes they're not running after these experiences there's a lot of balance and peace their desires for those for more and more experiences relatively less she didn't use exactly that language but that's i think that's what she started trying to say you know because there's as i'm hearing her that almost that in my mind that sounds like there is an internal opening into joy if there's inner opening into joy the running after more and more excitement exciting things and situations diminishes substantially i don't know what anybody thinks about the, what 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 I do you say i agree with uh, what she said you agree right anita yes yes i do yeah i think i think that is also true i mean i i, I uh, in my mind i can see from my own life as i'm listening you know that if there is really the greater fulfillment from within the greater the fulfillment from within there less the drive for these exciting peak experiences that one seeks generally generally we seek so much i mean the, the whole world in in general is is stimulated by higher and higher excitements whatever they might be they in every area of life they are present and and every couple of years there's some there's an updating of that something new novel comes up further 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 to enhance it further and and that's how technology and everything else develops also but at the same time there is still the question of self mastery that do we necessarily need so much stimulation from the outside to just pull us into different worlds and different states of thinking and feeling and whatever it might be because there's just it's increasing so much i mean if you if you just take something like you know uh this uh, amazon videos or netflix and all that thousands upon thousands of videos and subcategories and and it just goes on i mean that wasn't like that but 15 years ago or 20 year, uh, maybe maybe 20 years ago 2025 it wasn't like that nothing like that, like that's available was even available at that time now you've got an endless stream of stuff that you can just be stimulated with right and then and then here's the other point that the more the stimulation about this excitement concept we're talking about the more saturation happens and the demand for much more rapid instantaneous gratification which wasn't there before now good lord you know we we can text people we can call people we can, this phone is not just a phone it's a mini computer You know who would have ever thought that you can have you can do everything on your phone just about who would have ever thought that you know i remember a time when there were no cell phones we used to go to those pay phones and make make for make uh and that's just in my life I, I, you know i mean i'm and i'm 50 50 years old i can remember that time when there weren't all these phones and all that. So, so so there is this greater demand this greater demand that just keeps increasing increasing more and more instantaneous gratification what what do people say about this 
And then how does that relate to self-mastery? How does that actually relate to what we should choose to interact with? And how rapidly should we interact with it? Because there's a sense of rapidity. You know, now you put this Amazon Alexa and all these things uh, are available. You can talk to the computers. You can. You don't have to even type anything. And you just talk to the computer and that's it. It, it places orders for you. It lets you know. It, life has become easier and easier and easier and easier. Okay. But at the same time, has the excitement quotient is, re, is reaching a point of saturation where it just requires so much more now to get a little buzz, a little excitement. And, and if it's not there, we feel kind of dull. It's like, you know, you don't feel joy, not, not joy, but almost like a dullness or like a numbness. Dissatisfaction. Please go ahead. There's uh, dissatisfaction eventually. Uh, the more modern we become, the society, everything, like for, for example, on the phone, we spend too much time on that, on this um, gadget, this iPhone or uh, something similar to that. Um, it just, we just can't, many people would like to do more and more and more, and that makes them dissatisfied with what should have been like, okay, this is enough for me. I would settle with that. But as a society now, many are not satisfied. They don't find any more satisfaction what they have and so sorrow and sadness sets in depression sets in if they can't get any satisfaction addiction to drugs sets in happens yes and that's all i can say yeah yeah exactly you know the the question of satisfaction is very relevant can we be satisfied with where we are. I mean, satisfaction, see, satisfaction versus dullness. The feeling of just, ah, oh, everything is just dull. Everything is just, you know, going in the same pattern. Same old pattern is going on. I want, I need something different. This that, that People take frantic vacations or they take, you know, or they sometimes do different things because they're trying to get out of that state of dullness. It's not a state of joy or balance or steadiness as Padma and Alexander and others are saying that there's this, this evolution where there's a really, like a truly evolved state. So the evolved state would not be a dull state. I don't know if anybody wants to say something. Padma, do you want to say something about this? Let me ask you a question about it, if you don't mind. How would you distinguish between an evolved state and a dull state? That is the, the, where both individuals look externally very similar. They're not really, you know, doing a whole lot externally, but but internally they're, they're quite quite different. Earlier you mentioned one word, saturation point. Yes, yes. That is the answer. We are not able to find the saturation point of our own. You know your saturation point. I know my saturation point. Nowadays, we are not knowing our saturation point. We are looking for somebody to tell our saturation point. Like, uh, 
what do you call it? retreats the spiritual retreats or something yes we think we we can find that the saturation point of ours in, in that place they will help you lead to find on your own way only right the saturation you you will know by yourself only only thing they lead to you how to think you inside okay uh, and the question you asked the joy and the dullness yes please can you repeat the question so again? so the question is the the distinction between a satisfied and just a very stable contented state versus dull state dull is like, oh just okay i don't feel like doing anything i'm not doing anything new even the person who is satisfied is not maybe doing all too much new too many new things so externally yes externally they uh, uh, hold on one second. externally they may seem very similar you you've got two people okay this, i'll give you a simple example I, in fact i went to uh, longwood gardens yesterday it was the most incredible you know say so talk about excitement and all that one of the most fantastic fireworks shows i've ever seen in my life that was uh, yesterday at at at, uh, at uh, longwood gardens was it exciting yes was it fun yes was it something different out of the ordinary absolutely no question but anyway let's say in that garden you've got two people sitting on two benches person a person b and person a is very satisfied in is a state of a state of peace and and just one with nature and just very balanced and they're sitting on the on the bench they're not looking at their phone or doing they're just sitting on the bench and they're just with nature very balanced and integrated not doing anything and the other person person b is doing is also sitting on a bench next bench but is bored out of their mind he says when can i get out of here you know totally bored out of their mind is what the heck is this nonsense sitting in this park <laughs> i need some i need some i need to go to the pub i need to go go do something you know i need to go for dancing or something this is so total waste of time but they're both sitting and but and they both look pretty much somebody seeing them both they're just both sitting on the bench that's all so if, if you can explain the difference between hope and desire we can answer that the personalities of those two persons the main difference is between the hope and the desire okay so hope uh, uh, go ahead padma go ahead uh, why don't you talk about it i don't have clarity both are different i know but i don't have if anybody of you know is hope and desire are same so uh, so so padma is asking the question about hope and desire so uh yeah i mean hope is i think related to desire but but hope may not be the same thing as desire it, it, there it's a little bit of an overlap between the two but they may be different somehow also you know uh, desire seems to be i want this you know i want something and, and hope seems to be i'm like have a have a positive prospect of something happening in the long term or whenever i mean it's not like a demand to fulfill the desire right away at least that's those are my initial thoughts about that alexandra anybody else wants to say something about this and then but 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 how does that relate to the to the question i'm asking you Uh, Padma? 
Uh, yeah, so uh, how does that relate to the, to the question I was asking about the two people? Uh, the, the tendency to go towards the desire, not everybody go behind the desires. The one who goes behind the desire, they don't enjoy the, the current desire they are fulfilling because already their thoughts go with the another desire okay. before, enjoy, before enjoying this world. They don't get happy with the, satisfy with the first desire. Yes. Yeah, okay. So this, uh, yeah, yes, I understand. The second one started. Yeah, that one. Yeah, please go ahead. No, no, yeah, I, I understood your answer. That's a very nice answer. And that makes a lot of sense to me. She's saying that when, when, for example, you got those two people sitting on the bench at Longwood Gardens or some garden park, wherever, and the person B wanted to go there, went there, got the desire fulfilled and now they're not able to absorb that state they're thinking of something else immediately i think that's what she's saying is that correct padma y yes before getting the enjoyment of the first desire for their dissatisfaction goes to another desire ah exactly so their dissatisfaction jumps to another desire Goes on like that, it's difficult for that kind of person to be happy. Exactly. If it goes on, how, how, uh, if you are going to see more than 10 people, then it goes on multiply. Maybe they are, uh, you may like their shirt, you may like their watch, you may like their bag. It goes on. It's always multiplying only. Exactly. So the desire keeps increasing from one to another, one to another, one to another. Un uh, unless, unless you control or you know unless you give up on the desire or unless you have to maybe that is not suitable for me that me that is good for them it's not nice on them maybe it's not on me <laughs> unless you think like that way the desire to go continuously you always stay in unhappy and ending give with uh, unhappy mind or un uh, unhappy sleep only right 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 uh, yes I, I i certainly resonate with that a hundred percent that makes a lot of sense to me I, I, and thank you for sharing that we are almost finished here today uh is there so let's just do a quick closing round uh, before we end today so miss alexandra uh, once again thank you very much for uh if i'm saying your name right i'm not sure yeah uh alexandra right is that correct alexandra, yes. yeah yeah okay yeah so um Polish way. It's a, it's a Polish way, right? So, very nice. So, I want to give you a chance a chance to just make some closing closing comments, please. Go ahead. For me, the hope is more noble feeling. And we, the other is just just excitement and, and goes and then then goes away and it's, then people have depression and, and disappointments. The hope is something more stable and teaches you more and give you the more strength. Yes, okay, so all right. You do whatever you can 
to help to achieve something or, or, or have a good use. But excitement is too much. When we are 12 years old, we can be excited all the time. Right, right. Of course, of course. Okay, thank you very much for those beautiful. It's been a tremendous dialogue. Very nice, Miss Nanita. Would you like to say anything in closing today? Yeah, those two people. One is that person enjoy was enjoying. He was in the moment, like he was satisfied and happy with the surroundings and all. He's with the universe, or as you, some people would, would call it. Well, the other person is just, uh, it looks like that person will never be satisfied. Yes, yes, exactly. As uh, Padma. Any experience that she yeah, might have. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And that's an intimation to go to kind of delve deeper. Okay, thank you very much, uh, Ms. Nader. Uh, Padma, would you like to say anything in closing? Uh, thanks to Alexandra. She gave me the clear explanation about hope. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. Beautiful. Mia, or uh, do you want to say anything at all? I don't know. If give her a chance to. If, okay. So, so let me just make a closing comment here. I want to thank all of you for attending today's dialogue on Fourth of July. Uh, you know, we still had about eight people, and a couple of people had to go, and all that. It's been a very interesting dialogue. You know, and uh, I certainly uh, will be looking into this even further on my within me. I would encourage you to do the same. What is the relationship among all these things? Excitement and despair and joy and balance and desire and unfulfilled desire and jumping from one desire to another. All of those things are within, are occurring within each of us in some way or another. That's where self-mastery comes into play. And that's what the beauty of the dialogue in the Angel Wing program is for each person to grapple with these phenomena, to deal with them and to decide what to do with them, how to master them, how to uh, gain wisdom from, from the phenomena, and then, of course, from the dialogue. All right, so on that, uh, once again, thank you all very much, and we'll see you next week, Sunday. Please do uh, uh, keep coming back and uh, reflecting. We have um, meditation tomorrow evening with Dr. Chetna at 6 p.m. Dr. Berman is at 7 p.m. on Wednesday, and then we have our morning meditations at 6 o'clock uh, every single day. All right? So thank you all very much. Thank you very much. Okay, good night, night everyone. Thank you. Okay, sure. Bye-bye.